I want to talk to you. I don't have time for this garbage now. You just sit down, shut up, and listen to me, mister. Get your facts straight. Stop, I'm sick of your bullshit. Ask me if I give a shit. Those stories are all lies. Welcome. It is another episode of the Silver Emulsion Podcast. And my name is Will. <laughs> my name is Steve. I fucking zoned out. Because <laughs> like, I was doing it in my head because the last time I fucked it up. And then I remember we were talking about how he fucked it up. And so this time when I was doing it, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm doing it. This is a good one. <laughs> and then I fucked myself up. <laughs> but, you know, here we are. Um, this time we're doing a movie that's relevant yeah or uh perhaps the uh, first time i think it's the first time for sure yeah so this movie is called parasite it's from 2019 um it's directed by bong joon ho it's a south korean movie and it is a, a kind of a landmark because it's the first foreign language movie to ever win best picture at the oscars yeah Academy Awards. It also won Best Director and a few other things mm. that I don't know because I didn't look it up mm-hmm. off off the top of my head. But it won a whole bunch. Yeah. So it's I'm, kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I'm not having seen any of the other movies at the Oscars. Yeah. I'm gonna hazard a guess that this probably was better than any of them. But <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know if I had seen any of the other Best Pictures. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Off the top of my head, the only one I can think of is Irishman, the Martin Scorsese movie, and I did not see that. Um, um, there was some something called 1917. 1917, yes. The the World War One movie that was shot as if it was shot in one take. Mm. It's one of those digital one takes. Put, one, put all these takes together so it looks like one take. I mean, it's still technically like, you know, challenging and there's right. there's a lot of impressive work going on behind the scenes, but yeah. it kind of that shit kind of rubs me the wrong way yeah, when they that, do that. that. One. Well, just that movie in general just strikes me as we're gonna win an Oscar for this. It uh, <laughs> it does seem that way, and it's uh, I don't really like the director. He directed uh, American Beauty back mm. in the day, and I don't know. I don't think his movies are that great, so I don't care about that one. Yeah, didn't, and didn't Joker actually? The yes, Joker play? was nominated as well. Another movie that I don't That's care about probably, seeing. Yeah, I mean, I've, <laughs> I mean, I probably care about seeing that more than anything else at the Oscars. Yeah, because you, you're into the DC. Yeah, but even that one, I was just like, eh, whatever. And like most of the reason why I'm interested in it is like, wait, how did this weird like spinoff? joker movie yeah. become an oscar thing <laughs> like, well, yeah i mean and it, it wasn't just oscars it won other awards like at the uh it won the i think it's the golden bear at the <laughs> venice film festival which is a very prestigious art mm. you know like yeah. only so good movies like, win that <laughs> so it's just like there's i mean it's not a superhero movie really but 
yeah it's related to a super yeah. su- superhero movie so it's like how did this even happen like what <laughs> like so i'm kind of curious but not that curious yeah like, <laughs> i'm less curious than you are <laughs> i mean it, maybe it's good maybe it's not my 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 uh my guy mark Marin, is in it a little bit mm. he has a, a little role in it so i'm interested to see him but not enough to actually watch the movie I, I don't know. It looks like it just looks like uh, they're just trying to do old Scorsese movies like oh. with Joker in them. And it's just like, I don't know. I'll just watch Taxi Driver. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was definitely one of them. There were uh, was probably some other ones. Little Women, I think, was one of them. Mm. Yeah, they were making noise about that. For a, a yeah, bit. yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen anything, but but I have now seen Parasite. Yeah, that's probably the only one I've seen. Yeah, might be the only 2019 film I've seen. <laughs> really? You didn't see anything else? There's probably you probably saw some Marvel movies or something. Maybe what was Marvel? Captain Marvel? Was that a 2019? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe did, I did uh, see that. Endgame was probably 2019 as yeah, well. Yeah, that was probably 2019. You saw that? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so you see. It's just weird because I've seen them on video. It just seems like yeah. they shouldn't be on video quite yet. But well, we, it's already we 2020. Pump, yeah, we we pump <laughs> things out on onto video in like just a couple months. So yeah, yeah, they come out quick now, and uh, and we're already in the next year. So you know. So yeah, this is uh, you've never seen. Actually, was um, that newest Star Wars movie that was 2019? Right? Yes, yeah, that was also I d- I 2019. Did see that one. Yes, I actually did see that. Your on your fucking finger is on the pulse. <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't seen the new Star Wars or I mean, a lot of you, other movies. You're not missing much with that, but <laughs> I don't expect that I'm missing much. But yeah, I'll see that on video. You I know, mean, I'll I, torture myself. I, I mean. <laughs> Mark Hamill's in it, so. Hey, look at that! That's my guy. It's not not a total loss. It's got Mark Hamill in it. Yeah, probably has some CG Carrie Fisher or something. Yeah, I don't think they CG'd her. I think it was just like some other actress that you only see from behind. Oh, so okay. <laughs> well, that's not too bad then. So they didn't. They didn't. Re- I mean. They they kind of botched the implementation of that, but at the same yeah. time, I don't know how you don't botch the implementation of that somehow with the it's, situation they were in. Yeah, it seems weird because it's like they just took deleted scenes and yeah, <laughs> like crafted a story around it. Like, and it's what like, the fuck? and really, I don't know how you deal with this properly because the second movie clearly set her up to be a character in this yeah, for series sure. as somebody sure. who is going to be important. And then Carrie Fisher dies. What do you do? You either get a new actress. And yeah. She's just kind of too iconic to the role to really yeah. try and pull that off. Well, or you have her off screen all the damn time, or you like, like how do you really pull that together at that yeah. point and make that work? Yeah. I don't know. I feel <clears throat> like they should just, they should do something where where she doesn't have to be in the movie instead yeah. of like trying to Frankenstein her into it. Yeah, I mean it's just like I mean if you can't shoot new scenes and what the f- you know I don't know. Yeah, but at the same time it's like well then what do you like do you just have her die off screen? Well that seems really 
pathetic and weird for like such a major character to the series. You can't just yeah, but be fat. So what it's are you just gonna like, do? She yeah, died. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's just a. I feel like they could open the third movie with her funeral, and then yeah. it's just kind of like, oh fuck, like what are we gonna do? She just died. <laughs> like somebody's got you know, got to fill this void, and then they have some other right. character yeah. step in. And then just give her all the Leia scenes, <laughs> and fucking done. Yeah, where's I mean, my billions, <laughs> Disney? Come on, <laughs> sign me up, screenwriter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta be a. Yeah, so I'm a little forgiving of them on that, just because they were in a shitty spot. But yeah, was always gonna be awkward to deal with, no matter what. But. So for for that, I don't think they did a particularly good job with it, but yeah. it could have been a hell of a lot worse, and I was kind of expecting it to be a hell of a lot worse, honestly. But <laughs> well, one day I will know if it's good or bad. Um, it probably comes out on video relatively soon. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, I think it came out in December, and now we're into March. So yeah, yeah, I know. I saw popping it. around pretty soon. Yeah, I know I saw it for like a, it was like some Christmas thing. My brother was like, hey, we should all go out and watch a movie as a family. Yeah. And Star Wars, that's a good movie for the whole family to just go and... <laughs> to hate together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to argue about afterwards. <laughs> I thought it was great. No, it's shitty. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a... It was an experience. It was an experience, yeah. Well, you know, it's something to remember. Yeah. The act of going for Christmas, you know. Yeah, so yeah it's, it's, it's Star Wars. That's something. So, um, yeah, that's Laura's new thing. There's a dog uh, in the yeah. back. <laughs> There's a dog in the in our neighbor's backyard behind uh, us. She's, uh... And she howls, and then the dog howls back. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and they go back and forth. It's funny. I enjoy it. Um, so, Parasite. This is... You haven't seen any of this other guy's movies, uh, Bong no, Joon-ho? No, I don't think so. I can't think of any Korean movies I've seen, really. Yeah, he's done uh, a bunch of Korean movies. Not a whole bunch, but, but a bunch. Enough. Mm-hmm. And to get... Uh, popular and then the big one is probably the host yeah that one i've heard of before that's a big one and that's the one i've seen and then there's his other big korean movies that i know of are memories of murder and mother and i have not Mm. seen either of those but supposedly both of those are really good especially mother people talk about oh shit mother Ooh, it's Mm. a big one (laughs) so it's one of those things that i want to see but i haven't and then he did two English language movies, uh, Snowpiercer, and a movie for Netflix called Okja that I have not seen, but I saw Snowpiercer and it was, eh, <laughs> it was okay. I don't know. Maybe if I watched it now without the comic in my head, mm-hmm. I would uh, like it more. But but uh, yeah, but here we are, Parasite. He's back in in Korea making a movie. And it's definitely better than Snowpiercer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know where to 
start? I guess we yeah, start. A, uh, did you like it, or did you not like it, or? Yeah, I, th- I think I did. You it, think it, you did? It, it's, it's one of those. It's it's a weird like it's it's stuck in my head since not that I watched it that long ago, but like I watched right. it like maybe twelve hours ago here. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so it's it's been but it was one that like I went to bed and it was like in my head it was festering yeah yeah and there, there was a lot to process about it for sure yeah i and would say that i definitely liked it yeah i mean so i have to like it, it was one where i was just like man this is such a weird movie what the like yeah and i i mean and nothing like like it's not weird like metaphysically weird like it's not no it's, it's not, not like anime fuck. weird yeah it's not <laughs> anime it's not goofy it's not a mind fuck it's not no. fantasy like everything happening in it is totally normal things on a basic level yes like nothing fantastic is happening it's not like like it's just normal life kind of shit normal but, stuff but also but just weird weird yeah <laughs> it's like it's like it somehow manages to just be really weird with that yeah yeah it, and it it's uh very interesting as it goes along i mean i think it starts kind of normalish mm-hmm. and then it just sort of yeah yeah go down the stairs into the depths (laughs) as it goes on and it gets just gets better and better i think yeah yeah i I think it i think it does there like like it starts off just kind of like okay whatever and then yeah it kind of got it was kind of weird because i was kind of getting more and more into it as they were like it infesting i guess this rich people's life yeah and then like all of them got in in the house and in positions there, and I was like, okay, now I'm just kind of bored now that they're all there. Yeah. And then the 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 stairs, the the, the old lady comes back, and so yeah. suddenly things get and then things get weird get again. Shooken up. Yeah. And then I was back into it, so right. there was like this weird lull or a great in the middle where That's I was probably just a like, small mm. a small it's a very small chunk. Of time. Yeah. yeah. But I was kind of that at that point I was kind of noticing like I'm kind of not yeah like super engaged anymore and then there was a a little dip in engagement there in the middle and then it kind of kicked back up when the old lady comes back and before the the old housekeeper comes back and they're all in the house the the people the rich people leave to go camping i thought oh shit now this family is like in their house and they're gonna like assume the fucking rich people's identities or something i thought they were gonna take over like it's gonna be a weekend at bernie's yeah like well like actually take over and then they were gonna like make the the rich people be their servants or something like i thought okay i don't know that that's interesting because i've already figured it out in my head like now i'm just waiting to see it play out yeah yeah, and then when the 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 old housekeeper came and there was the other twist, like, oh shit, now there's now, there, now it's com- this going on. Yeah, it's a completely different situation to deal and, with. Now. Yeah, then I was like fully on board because I was like, okay, cool, it's not what I thought because I thought that was kind of weird and like not good. I was like, ah, that's it. People are you know pumped up about this and this is it. Oh, but it wasn't it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Now and this one. I'd actually kind of had spoiled for me. You had spoiled? No. Yeah, so I kind of I no. had the basic plot rundown in advance. No. And I, I tried not to think much about it while watching it. Like, like you knew... 
You knew about the the I, twist with the I, housekeeper? Yeah, I, I knew there was someone living in the basement and that they'd pop out and that there'd be some... Of the rich people's house? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. And so I, and, and I knew that the end was going to be some weird murder in a party oh, at the end no. of the movie. Like, oh, I, so wow, I, I, you knew a lot. I knew, yeah, I kind of knew this, the structure to a degree. Yeah. Um, so I... Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was... I don't think it ruined it for me. Yeah. Because, like, watching it, like I said, I was like, I got really engaged in it. Even yeah. Like, even knowing kind of what was going on. Right. It's an engaging movie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's very well made. So, yeah, I mean, seeing the thing versus hearing about the thing is always a little bit different, so. Right, right. And so I kind of, yeah, and then it's doing a lot more than just the basic events. Yeah, for sure. Like, the the events happen, but it's deeper than that you know it yeah i didn't know the actual like beats like that but i've seen a a quote from the director about why they asked him why do you think it's so like it's hitting so hard in the u.s people love it it's you know very successful over here and around the world you know like this is a south korean movie why do you think this south korean movie like really just like broke through and he said like one line it was something like well we all live in the in the state of capitalism so we all understand the the basics going on here in this movie i was like oh okay and so i knew that going in i didn't really know anything else yeah it's it's yeah it's definitely about just kind of class structure and yeah for sure and kind of the society and all yeah and the host is like that too but and so i kind of looked i i thought like okay he's maybe he's engaging some of that because because the host is a monster movie (laughs) but it's also got all these other layers of like societal shit and family dynamics and stuff and thinking about that now now i kind of really want to watch that because i'm thinking yeah it's dope you should see it a parasite infects a host Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like so, I, I'm I'm wondering if there's actually some kind of a oh perhaps intended connection between perhaps. those two movies. I don't remember why it's called the host. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I saw it however many years ago. So, the last time I saw it was when I saw it. I don't, <laughs> and I don't know when that is. Yeah. But, so maybe I'll uh, try and check that out at some point. It's definitely worth watching. It's a fucking good one. Yeah. Yeah. So I th- I think. Parasite kind of did what these weird deep movies do for me is I just kind of leave it like what the hell and then as yeah. it processes it takes time to kind of congeal and yeah and figure itself out in my head I like how it ends <laughs> not to jump ahead or anything but like I thought it was going to end at the fade out where they were hugging and I was pissed I was like don't end it there <laughs> and then they they he there's another little short little scene with the yeah yeah the yeah. kid in the in the half basement their little the house that they yeah start in yeah because that and i liked that a lot yeah because at the very end i was sitting there wondering like oh what is this his aspirations or is this like did he actually accomplish this is it yeah. jumping forward like a decade to, it yeah. seemed like it wasn't yeah but it also the narration seemed like it wasn't right. but the actual events showing seemed like it was so right. i wasn't really sure yeah and i assumed that it was not cuz i didn't want to like it it seemed 
if that was the ending to that movie, it would seem like, oh, that's a bullshit ending. <laughs> to like, because like, that's the dream, you know, the poor people will make right, the money right. and, and be able to buy the, the big house. But like, most people don't get to do that. That's bullshit. And like, how can you end this movie with this like, hopeful thing like that's not capitalism that's not true to the the story right right and so i was i was so happy when they went back to the you know it's just the kid writing his fucking letter yeah yeah in the in the <clears throat> little shithole where they started i was like yeah yes, he's, okay. he's still there he's still it's just his hopes it's his vision in his head yeah and it, like that part of the story just seemed so weird to me and like because like figuring out where this movie was going, what it was actually trying to say. I still don't think I've really figured out what it's trying to say. Okay. Per se, like not fully. Like not that I. Yeah. You know. There, there's still like a lot locked up in it that I I feel like there's more than what I'm getting at the moment. Yeah, perhaps. And well, maybe you have some pieces and I have some pieces, and yeah. together we have a a half-ass puzzle. <laughs> yeah, we'll, you know? we'll get the corner done on this yeah. puzzle, maybe. There you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> Because it's like, yeah, it's it's a really weird thing. Because like, it's all about like this class struggling and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's just the surface of it. I feel like there's more going on than just that. That the movie's about more than just rich versus poor and how they interact. Yeah, I mean, I think it's about capitalism as a system. I mean, I, I obviously I heard him say that in that quote, so it's like in right. my head when I'm watching. But I think it's definitely because like it's called Parasite. But if you think, like, yeah. okay, who's the parasite? Yeah, I mean, in the they movie? they kind of all are it, from Ex a, from yeah. a certain perspective. They like, all are from a certain perspective. This like is the true. rich people are just using the poor people to fulfill their dreams and whatnot right and the poor people are using the rich people to fulfill their the people in the basement are just <laughs> yeah and the, they're all kind of parasites and yeah like, that's just that's kind of the nature of capitalism it's like turns everybody into a parasite like everybody yeah. is feeding off of each other and it's not it's all you know like selfish there's yeah no, it's it's all to i mean there's certainly a lot of stuff like that like the mother quote the quote from the mother where she's just like yeah, I'd be nice too if I were rich and right. I didn't have to. Like, yeah, yeah. And like, so there, there's a lot of like that aspect going on. But at the same time, like the rich people, they aren't really nice. They're they're pleasant, I guess. They're yeah. they're nice in a sense of being polite. They're nice on the surface, but at the same time, they don't give a shit about anyone. Right, especially at the end there, where you uh, where there's the the carnage, and then they're just like totally out for themselves all of those rich people are just running yeah they yeah. don't give a fuck they're not trying to help no one is anything yeah and i mean even setting aside the fact that they don't know that this is a family and that this guy's trying to save his daughter right there. right like, they don't understand that this, yeah, even setting aside that fact there's a dude with a knife running around killing people yeah the 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 guy their driver is sitting there trying to like put some kind of right like save this girl's life even not knowing that they're that that's his right. daughter even they don't know that even they taking that, that out but yeah like there's other people like clearly dying and be, and they're sitting there with their son like oh my god we've got to go now like with this guy right. like he's the only thing that matters to them right 
And yeah, I mean, as humans, if if that was actually happening, you would like to think that as humans, humans would react like, oh, fuck, we have to, like, do something and help. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're just all fucking out the door. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the father is sitting there, like, looking at the other father, like, come and help me. My sons are, even right. though he's sitting there helping this other person, like, he, and yet he expects the guy to just abandon her. Right. And stop trying to save her life and try and yeah he's like what the fuck like come on in the implication is like i'm paying you like you fuck fuck off with this shit we have to go you have to help me right and then the, and, you know the thing and with like the keys just, and all that and just the the general disdain they have for yeah other people like they talk about the smell of the these these lower class people and yeah. he's always like oh this smell and the way he'll just like that the rich guy is always just like oh he's like i like how he doesn't cross the line like he doesn't right. like, like if he crosses the line he's just worthless and he's gone yeah and the, and you know that like as much as the main family is kind of a bunch of jackasses like sabotaging all these other jobs at For the same sure. time the rich family is just like dropping them without a thought like doesn't even yes. give a shit that... yeah they don't care about people at all they, like the, the people are just they're just nothing yeah they yeah, don't really it's, care it, it's just cha like changing clothes we'll change the housekeeper sure right. we don't care <laughs> but yet they fetishize the poor life they go camping which is <laughs> a very like obvious sort of metaphor for being poor and, and it's something that i've heard a lot mm. of times it's like oh rich people go camping because they you know they, they want to pretend that they're poor for a little bit and so they go out to camp I feel it's it's symbolic, and there's also the the thing yeah, with the that. with the 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 daughter leaves her panties in the, yeah, the car, yeah. and then later yeah, when, when they're, they're gonna have sex, yeah, they're, the, they're talking about the that, rich yeah. mom and dad are like, oh, get the fucking panties, that would really make me hard, like, because you know it's like, oh shit, that's that's it's fucking i don't know it's the forbidden thing it's like right it's oh do you have those cheap panties is what he says you yeah know? yeah that's true and it's just like and that scene is just like this massive degradation of this family here who yeah and then they come out of it and they're just literally getting washed in shit yeah in this rainstorm that's flooding the sewers and yeah. backing up the sewers and then they just get it's yeah it's very clearly just <laughs> hammering that difference yeah, and even like the height difference of things, where like, if you think about yeah, they're kind of the poor family's living in this like half basement. They're in this half basement, and then there's, the rich people are on a fucking hill. They're on a hill, and then the other people are in this like dark, deep basement. Yeah, that yeah, that too. And like, it's just there's so many layers to that sort of the the idea of the class structure it's more it's more than just like the whatever the events and stuff yeah because like when the dad at the end you know like he realizes to get away he has to he has to hide in the basement and it's like why would he go there because he knows nobody knows about it but he also knows that even if, because that family, you know, like, some shit happened. He knows they're going to move out, probably, or he assumes they're going to move out. Yeah. But he knows that there's going to be another family that's just going to buy this house and fucking 
feed him and shit. <laughs> you know, they, he's going to be right. there's going to be someone else to leech off of, and there's always going to be another person below them. I don't know how to say it, but like the the class structure is built so that it doesn't change. The actual yeah. people might change in but the system, the situation, but is the going actual to be the same you know, thing, there's yeah. always going to be like even if if uh, the kid realizes his dreams and buys the house, there's still going to be people in the half basement house. Like someone else is going to move in there and, you know, have their own life. And it's not, it's always going to be like that. That's just the way the system is. It's a, it's a greedy system. Right. I don't know. And like, that's kind of why the kid winds up at the end aspiring to that being wealthy that's that yeah i want to be this wealthy person i want to be like that's that greed right back in it yeah he has this hope that like okay i'll be what i gotta do i gotta become like them and that's really the hope of a, a good majority of people and i feel like like in regards to trump like that's why a lot of people like him i think is because they aspire to be him he's a a self quote-unquote self-made guy (laughs) never mind that he got his fortune right from his dad but you know right but like (laughs) theoretically oh he's a great businessman and he does all this stuff and he's you know owns all this shit and and people are like yeah like one day i'm gonna do that i'm gonna own shit and yeah you know there's yeah like that guy trapped in the basement who's talking about the you know, yeah. respect like he, yeah. he really loves this he loves that guy like mr park yeah i don't know why but he <laughs> loves that guy he had all you know, these pictures and stuff yeah because uh i don't know he's providing his house i guess i don't know yeah i don't know but th- but there's a, a an element of that like the poorest people love trump and they think that he's working for them and they think that he cares about them when he clearly is not. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> he's clearly working for his his other rich buddies and doing yeah, their tax yeah. breaks, but somehow they think that that's working for them and so they love him. And like it's just there's no rational explanation for why right they would, you know, idolize him, but yet here we are. So I don't know. I feel like that's kind of, that's yeah. a, I didn't really think too much about him idolizing the the rich guy in the house, but it just seems, it seems like something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like there's some kind of connection there. Yeah. But that's what's cool about it. It's like, there's like. Yeah, there's a, a lot going on in there. And yeah. There's like uh, the, like the the one the poor daughter she's like sitting there when they're all just having that dinner on the couch and yeah and she's like eating this snacks and stuff and then she looks at the bag and realizes it's the fucking dog food yeah, <laughs> like the right. dog treats and she's like what the fuck you know? but they're so good <laughs> like they like they're better than her right. normal food that she right. didn't, she wouldn't eat, she didn't even notice while she was eating it yeah and then like at like th- this is where i like kind of go to uh something you've said before like how a director chooses things like things aren't in a movie at random yes for sure and so at the end of the movie you get the dog eating the shish kebab oh that's right yeah and like i was like 
that shot's at, like no he didn't that didn't happen on accident like that's true if it did happen on accident you'd have cut it out of the movie if right. he didn't like he wanted that in the movie yeah to have the, and so it's like you've got this human this girl eating this dog food and it's like yeah rich people food to her and right. and then there's this dog eating the sausage off the shish kebab like that's just it's normal food yeah, <laughs> stuck into a fucking dead guy yeah <laughs> a dead poor guy who's yes been, yes like, <laughs> he's a rich dog feeding on the poor you know yeah and, but and, also like the dog don't give a fuck like, yeah, he'll eat whatever yeah exactly. it's, a dog. <laughs> it's, it's not important what it yeah he doesn't need rich food he doesn't give a fuck yeah he's just like oh this looks good yum, yum, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and also just the the callousness of it like here's this fucking dead guy and yeah. the dog's just gonna eat it you know right the dog is uh the dog doesn't have the emotions i mean it has i don't want to say that they the don't have emotions they have <laughs> it, emotions but like yeah, it doesn't have the understanding of what this shit means and... yeah well it's like the guy the dog was okay he's dead like whatever he's not gonna use these sausages i'm (laughs) I'm like fucking go for him i was like i'm hungry i don't give a fuck that they're stuck into this dude (laughs) i'm a dog yeah my new housekeeper ain't feeding me shit i need some food (laughs) yeah they ate all my fucking japanese crab snacks or whatever (laughs) Whatever they were she says that they were (laughs) yeah i didn't i didn't even think about that yeah, it's uh, yeah, like uh, it's not a movie that I think like, oh shit, I want to watch it again. But, but uh, I feel like it would be better. Yeah, because I you'd think, see shit. I think this is one to watch multiple times to really get more out of it. I think. Yeah, for sure. Because, like I said, like this, the whole class divide, like we've been talking about that. I I think there's like just other things it's talking about, just other entire. themes underlying it that i'm not placing very well that they just they're they're kind of shadowy amorphous things in the basement that i'm not seeing very clearly at the moment but what like what so i think one of them they talk about this a lot are plans that's true they do talk about plans it's a plan to get this whole family in this house they got a plan to get all this going and then at some point they're like i think when the housekeeper comes back they're like oh shit this wasn't in the plan what do we yeah yeah, they're running out in the rain and and the daughter's just like well what's the plan now right and then you get this scene where they're in the gym and the father's like you know what plan never fails no plan at all yeah (laughs) and it's like it's going on about how plans will fail and fall apart right and then at the end you get the kid and he's like my plan is to get rich and buy this house but you've like you've just gotten this theme of the father saying that's just like plans always fail that it's gonna yeah go, not, what's gonna go wrong is gonna screw you up well and when he goes into the basement with the with the money rock doesn't he say like i gotta do my plan or something yeah yeah he's there's... like i got a plan and he goes off with the rock I feel like he says that right before he goes down there with the rock and then it all goes to shit. Right. And then, and it's like, yeah, it's like you plan for something and then it doesn't go right and you're totally screwed because you don't know what to do now that the plan is is busted up. And I, and so I think there's something about the duality of a plan versus luck because that money rock, like it's, it's a luck symbol. It's this, it's bringing fortune. Yes. And then there's like some, the, the rich mother, at some point she's talking to one of the kids or something and she's saying oh the, this 
chain of recommendations is like this lucky thing for her like this yeah yeah, and so there's this thing that like to her that's luck but when you see it from the poor people side you that's not luck at all that's their plan yeah and it makes me like is any of this luck or is it just from a different angle somebody else's plan Huh, going okay, on yeah. and so i'm i'm and i don't know where i'm even going with all of that yeah, it's yeah. just this is just like stuff that's been like like there i think there's something going on with that that i'm just not catching yeah but i'm I'm just like seeing some you gotta watch it again yeah, yeah like, there's like something in there about this the failure of plans and yeah there's there's more than i remember because i definitely remember the gym and then the the lighter stuff but i didn't remember so much of that earlier stuff so yeah yeah it's like because it, because yeah. even right at the start they're just like okay we got this plan to yeah like when when the daughter leaves the panties in the car it's like oh right. it's like oh we're advancing the plan all this, this yeah, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and i'm like oh there was a plan okay <laughs> like this we're getting the whole family and is a plan right from the start and, right but at the same time when they do things just without a plan it also kind of goes to shit, like the father stabbing the other father at the end. There, like that wasn't a plan. Definitely, he just kind of fucking did it. Definitely not in the plan. Yeah. <laughs> and him dashing into the basement to live there, but like that wasn't a plan. I don't like. Did that? Is that working out right? Is that a failure? Like, is that like how do you even judge yeah, that? And, who knows? I mean, and I would think. Yeah. And I mean, what kind of life is that? <laughs> right. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, he's alive, but like, would he be better served if he was in jail? Right. Like, you know, how do you he's kind of that, in jail right? as it is? But yeah. And like, this is like, you know, something else of like, this wouldn't be there if the director didn't want it there is, is that Luckstone? And yeah, not only sure. that, but the fact that it is the Luckstone, like he drops it down the stairs and then gets bludgeoned over the head with it. Like, right. you could have just bludgeoned him over the head with a tire iron or a, a bottle of anything. Like, no, it was the that stone. Yeah. You wouldn't have used that stone if it wasn't intended to be that stone and have some right. that was a choice purpose for, sure. for it. And yeah. so something about that, that difference between luck and planning and, yeah. and how that interplay works i'm not sure but yeah well there's always like the the luck of birth you know like donald yeah I mean, trump you could... is a good example he was born donald trump and he because his dad was rich he got a loan yeah. and now he's donald trump you know like not everybody has that luck to be right, born right. that way and you, you could know? you can say that of this movie that they were just they were born as this poor ass family and yeah. the parks were born as this rich ass family and right and they have the luck of yeah of that particular like, birth so yeah i don't know how that connects to the whole thing yeah like that and that's what i mean by like i'm sure there's something there going on yeah it seems almost as strong a theme to me as that rich poor divide yeah this, for sure because it does versus planning yeah. seems so thoroughly integrated through the movie yeah and i'm yeah. just not tying it off to a, an actual like statement or conclusion or that the yeah. movie's talking about but well and it does end with him with his his plan of like okay i'm gonna go to college and make money and yeah buy this house and he's still got that luck stone that he puts in a river somewhere at the yeah. end too like he's still got that thing that yeah <laughs> nearly killed him but <laughs> right 
Yeah, and I feel like there's there's something to like he cuz I thought he was dead. I thought like, "Oh fuck, he's dead. He got just crunched." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely looks more dead than the daughter does, but the daughter's the one who dies. Yeah, he and he got hit with that head a couple times, you know. Yeah. But somehow he was lucky. <laughs> he survived. And then I feel like the ability or the the fact that he can't help laughing right is something too because like yeah there's got to be some meaning to that i mean like you can get through a lot of situations if you're able to laugh at them and like i don't know how it figures into the movie and and stuff but like i don't know humor is a very good coping mechanism and Again, I don't know how it connects to anything, but yeah. I feel like it's 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 something. Yeah, that's that's another thing that's kind of a mystery to me in this movie still. Yeah, uh, and then an, there's another theme that I think runs pretty strongly in it too that I haven't really placed. Okay, perhaps even less so than I've placed this whole thing is um, disguises. Okay, and that again, there's a a number of references to that kind of stuff. Most mostly where i've noticed this was um after he the the tutor kid uh makes out with the daughter and he's yeah they're, they're looking out over this party and he's like do do i look like i could belong in there oh everybody yeah. there looks like they belong here it's like but what about like do i look like i belong here yeah and then when he wakes up from that surgery he says, oh, there's a detective That's, that yeah. doesn't look like a detective. And there's this doctor that doesn't look like a doctor. Yeah. And it's like, so there's something in there. And I think this ties in with the whole idea of being this parasite, of being, you know, they're taking over this house where they don't belong. They're yeah. taking on jobs that they don't actually right. know how to do. Or, you know, they're they're always faking it. Yeah. And I think that something going on Fake under it the surface. make it, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's something going on with that, too. Well, there's definitely, there's, like, I I thought a little bit about that, but I thought of it as, like, image, where the, you know, because, I mean, it's a, it's a classic sort of thing, like, and American Beauty, a movie that I don't like that I mentioned earlier, delves into this where the, the, yeah, a little bit, the yeah. rich people have the image of everything is great, and then on the inside, everybody's fucked up. And so, but I, I thought it was interesting how when the movie started, they're living in their little half basement, but their job is folding the pizza boxes. And I thought like, oh, that's a, that's a funny job. And then when they deliver these pizza boxes to the pizza girl, she's like, oh, well, some of these aren't good and it's not it, we can't use these it's not good and i don't remember the dialogue but she says something where it's clear that this is not just a random you know like local pizza place this is like a chain like yeah, a domino's yeah. or something like the box is not plain it's got printing it's like right, a, right. very like oh this is a corporate thing and yet and so, like the image is their boxes. It's like the thing that goes yeah. That's to the, actually the that's house. true. She's one of the things she says to him is like our rep. We, our reputation is at yes. stake here. Like if we send out box, like even one box we send out that's messed up yeah. could ruin our whole reputation. It's got to be perfect. Yeah. And yet, 
and I don't know anything about it, but I was just thinking about like, oh, it's about the image, because like if they're as as poor people, they can walk within the rich people if their image is correct. The smell is something that they did not like factor into that, right. but but like they got the look of of the the various roles that they're trying to fill. Mm. And so I don't know, like beyond that, but I was just like, oh, those pizza boxes, man, they mean something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like fucking Richard Dreyfus with the mashed potatoes saying, this means something. <laughs> I was here folding my own pizza boxes and shit. <laughs> what does it mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that probably ties into that whole, I think like sure. that fake theme, whatever right. is going on with that. Like, again, like that's just such an amorphous, vague foggy idea i don't really know where it's going with it and well yeah and just like the idea of of like corporate reputation based on a fucking box that you know they're exploiting these people that you know paying them nothing (laughs) to to fold their boxes because they're too lazy to like fold their own boxes or something I don't yeah know. i don't know what like, why can't you fold up the box when you put the pizza in it why right, do you have like, to stack of like, pre-folded boxes yeah. Yeah. i don't know i don't like have any conclusions but it's yeah. definitely something although what i kept thinking of in that scene was you just fumigated the pizza boxes. Now you're gonna oh, put this, is true. this pizza in this poisoned box and send this out. Like, you're just gonna true. start this uh, spread of like yeah. sick people because you had these dumbasses <laughs> in the, and like they clearly don't clean their house v- up very well. No, <laughs> and it's like filthy in there, and they're folding up pizza boxes that they're just gonna stuff fresh pizza in and send yeah. out to people. Like, yeah, and nobody is the wiser. They don't know. Yeah, they just think like it's this is you know the reputation of the the corporate place right especially like, in the idea of the of, um, and yeah it's like and and that's not what the boss is complaining about is not the fumigation or that they're right like, they no, don't they care just, about they don't that. look good right <laughs> it's all about the image it doesn't really matter what the contents are right and that's kind of uh like those fucking chain restaurants like Applebee's and Olive Garden and all that shit, like, they're not actually cooking food. Like, that shit is all microwaved. (laughs) But, like, the people who like that, they like the image and they like the dependability that they know exactly what they're gonna get. There's not going to a local business and being like, well, I don't know if this food is good. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I know that Olive Garden's gonna make it the same way every time. And so that box that pizza box has to be perfect because it is all of that and the customers expect that image to contain exactly what they think it's going to contain and in the same way the the rich people when they're they they have a rep the recommendation of like oh well this is the driver like i know this guy and then his image is like okay this he looks the part and you're saying that the contents are the part all right, let's yeah, take it yeah. at face value. Like that sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah, there, there is. They're not actually taking like references or and calling them or doing anything to actually look into the actual person. They're just yeah. like, right? They're just taking you know, like yeah, the, okay, we'll take the image. You look the part. Let's go. Yeah, like the the rich mother just 
hands him back the forge documents. Like, oh, I don't care much about the documentation. Right. I need to. I don't need to see the actual shit. Like, <laughs> and it's kind of funny because I I noticed kind of a kind of a, a difference in terms of the parents and the children, at least for the poor family, where okay. the kids are making all the plans and they're setting everything up. This is true. Yeah. But at the same time, like they're they're the ones who like get their parents, and so in a way, it feels like the parents are also just parasites of their children in a way. Yeah, but, I didn't think about that, but that's true. They this, do kind of just follow along. Yeah, they just kind of go with it and encourage it and just take advantage of it. Yeah. And then I was thinking, and then I was like, but at the same time, the parents are the ones who are actually doing their jobs for real. You know, the father is really driving the guy around and helping with the shopping and doing yes. like he's actually doing his job. Yeah. The mother is actually cleaning up the house and cooking the food. She's right. actually doing her job as a housekeeper. The kids aren't doing their jobs at all. They're just bullshitting. Right. Like, they're right. they're tutoring jobs and therapy jobs. Like that's just totally fucking fake. It's yeah, not. Yeah. They don't know what the fuck they're, they're doing. They're just making it up and yeah. just rambling bullshit the whole time. He's just sitting there seducing the daughter and she's just sitting yeah. there playing with the kid all day. Like. That she don't. That's like, true. They aren't. They aren't actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. But the parents actually are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. And you can kind of argue that the the father actually seems to be a pretty good driver. He's you know there's scenes yeah. where yeah, he, he actually shows right. off that he's actually doing it competently. He's not just faking it. It's, yeah, he corners well. Yeah, like the, the coffee yeah. was nice. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, he's, like it's not just bullshit. It seems like he actually does know what he's doing with that. Right, right. Yeah, he had to he had to go to the the dealership to look at the new cars to like familiarize yeah, he, with. Okay, they got this touch screen and yeah, this GPS but, and all that. But right. I got the the actual driving down. I know how to do that, but. Yeah, and like he's he mentioned before being a valet in yeah. some previous job or what like he's done this kind of stuff before. And right. so it's like it's he's actually got a job that he's doing, but Yeah, they have actual skills whereas the kids they're just Yeah, they're just kind of their, their skills are just being con artists basically. Yeah. Well, and you have to cuz like maybe the the parents were had more legit jobs in the past but somehow were forced into this current lifestyle and then their kids were just coming up in that and so that's just all they knew was like yeah we're gonna fucking con people and stuff and then they got really good at it yeah, yeah. so that's just like that's their skill that's it which right. is not a skill really <laughs> it's not a, a skill a that you can do shit with right i mean you can do stuff but like not uh admirable stuff <laughs> yeah, it's not a, not really accomplishing things with yeah it. you're not actually building things right much. and then his plan at the end is to go to school and like to actually learn something and get a job doing something and it's not like to con himself into money or whatever yeah whether or not he actually does that you know i don't i feel like the ending is kind of uh like a sad like fuck you'll never do that kid you're fucked your fucking dad yeah is yeah you're fucking your <laughs> your life is just gonna be one 
fucking botched plan after another. Right. And that's like, that's like that's kind of what I was feeling at the end. I was like, wait, what is this even like? You're just is in it, the fucking rat race, man. Yeah. It's like, is this where is this going? Like, it was it trying to to figure out what it was saying with all that. Yeah. Ooh, it's good. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So it, it took me some thinking to really uh, kind of grasp it all. I had to, and, to process it and. The, that's always uh in my eyes that's always a good sign yeah yeah because like when i first when the credits first started rolling i'm like i don't i don't know but then it's like it's sticking in my head and i'm like yeah yeah it's staying here it's not like that that's not something a shitty movie does a shitty movie doesn't make you think about it for hours afterwards yeah for sure Unless it's really shit. <laughs> well, it's a different kind of thinking about it's it. It's definitely cases. a different kind of thinking, yes. No, I know. I just... It's, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, there was, uh... there was some other part of trying to remember that was... Oh, just, uh... I guess just the forging of the documents itself being another of that. Yeah. Like just faking. She stuff. does have Photoshop yeah. skills. I will yeah, say that. Yeah. Yeah. She's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is it that dad, dad says that somebody's looking? He's like, oh, if there was a forgery class at like yeah, <laughs> yeah. this university, she'd be at the top of the class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's good at it. She did yeah. a good job. Oh, that was the other thing of just like plans. Like the, the guy at the very beginning who just suggests that he get the tutoring job in the first place yeah. like he's got this plan that he's going to go to college and then come back and date this girl and oh right like he he's like he's got that plan yeah that plan obviously isn't going to happen like right. that, that's another plan that's clearly just complete bullshit yeah well i mean that's that's like a pie in the sky plan anyway you're just gonna fucking leave and do whatever for however long and this teen girl is just gonna be like oh i love you and like wait for you like i don't right. know man come and on and then it's like and then the poor kid gets that same like he just decides to do the same thing right he's like, he's like fuck it yeah i'm gonna go with this he's talking about marriage and all this shit like, yeah oh, this is gonna be my house in-laws house and stuff yeah the hopes and dreams yeah, that's another part about just acting is in that conversation where they do talk about acting yeah yeah and he but there's also the scene where the father just gets really upset and just like throws oh, the shit yeah, off the yeah, table yeah. and he's like choking out the mom and he's just like oh, you believe me didn't you? like yeah, yeah. Like, you thought i was doing that for real and the mom's like yeah if he was doing that for real i'd kick your ass and just like, yeah uh, he got me that's yeah, for sure right and it's just like like everything there is just so there's something going on here too about just being fake and yeah. versus being real yeah. and where it's going with that. Yeah. So there's how all that ties into the capitalism and stuff. Like I haven't figured all that out. It's, right. Those are the puzzle pieces that are yeah, it's scattered all, all over the damn table. Tied, it's all tied together. That's for sure. Yeah. Though. But it's, and so that's what I mean by, like, I think there's more going on than just that class warfare. Yeah, for sure. If all you're looking at is the class warfare, I think you're missing what it's really talking about. Yeah, and I think you're right. And I don't know that I have what it's really talking about. I just see that there's more going on than just rich versus poor. Yeah, but I think those other things are layers it, yeah, on it, top it, of it, that class stuff yeah it's got to all tie it's in all together. related it's know? all integrated somehow and yeah. i'm just not 
seeing how it all integrates, but yeah, it's, well, it's definitely all all in there. Watch it again. Like there's yeah. Uh, there was something I heard on the internet. Ooh, okay. Everything's was, true on the internet. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what I hear. All, yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yes. Well, especially yeah. the the contradictory things. Yes. <laughs> but uh, we yes. only spit truth here on the Silver Emotion <laughs> podcast. I yeah. know that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but yeah, this was uh, some some poster uh, from somebody who was actually Korean. Okay. Supposedly, being the internet. Supposedly, oh, okay. <laughs> but um, the names of the two families, okay, Kim and Park. Yeah. Uh, so apparently in Korean, Kim means gold. Okay. And Park means gourd. Okay. And Kim and Park are two like big, big yeah, Korean yeah. names in general. Like right. Like, but, like uh, they. They have this meaning of like so the poor family is named for gold. Yeah. And the. Uh, the rich family is named for a gourd, a big empty, hollow, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. And so, so I don't know how exactly that ties in, but that's a. Uh, but thank you to random Korean guy on the internet for <laughs> pointing out another uh, angle to look at things. Yeah, at. that's interesting. Yeah, that there's definitely you know, probably Korean things in there that we don't get. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm sure there's some cultural stuff in there that's just flying right over our heads but yeah because i don't really know much at all about about korea so yeah i mean in terms of movies i mean i've probably seen i know less than 10 overall like i don't know yeah i'm kind of thinking that um the that this divide between north and south korea might be oh kind of addressed i I think that's because there there's definitely this when the uh, the basement dwelling dude and his wife, That's right. they, they have this whole like they they have this whole spiel where she's pretending to be this yeah. North Korean news anchor, and they're yeah. like threatening the other family, like they're North Korea, yeah, threatening them with nuclear missiles. They're and, like, oh, the send button is like the fucking missile button. And, yeah, yeah, and and I'm not sure if that's just randomly just a thing that North that Koreans will. Uh, under would just see and just be like oh that's a normal example or something or right. if it's actually some kind of deeper meaning than just the obvious but there's gotta be i feel like there's probably some meaning i mean i know like i don't i don't know a lot but like kim jong-un is all about um saying all this like fake shit about how he's like he's the greatest of this and that right and, right and, like it's clearly fake he's not you know he's not the greatest of whatever the fuck he's saying and so and he's super rich <laughs> yeah yeah so, I, I kind of feel know. like there was that parallel at least in that moment in the yeah. film where north korea being this hey we're this yeah being like the the fake rich like what well, greatest and there's or their civilians there are cowering in fear <laughs> because like like i heard the first uh the first coronavirus uh the first person in north korea to got it to, to get it got shot <laughs> Jeez. probably by the government yeah probably and uh that's not uncommon there as from what i understand yeah i mean that's one way to stop the spread of a disease, I guess. I, I, I not, yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't uh, advise. I don't think it's a good way. But yeah, I don't know how effective that is, really. But maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I feel like it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Because <laughs> however many people are going to get this disease, and that's just the way it is. And then what are they going to do? Kill everybody? Half the people or whatever? Yeah. Because I I read a rest an estimate that. That they say forty to seventy percent of Americans are going to get corona. Yeah, yeah, I heard something like that too. That's a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> and so even at, at the at the you know the lower end death rates, I mean that's you know factored it's, into yeah. the millions of people. That's yeah, a we're, lot we're of people dying. Yeah, we're still talking uh, about a lot of people. Yeah, and so you know that many people. I don't know how many people North Korea has, but. That would be a lot of people to shoot, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I hope it doesn't come to that. You know, right. I, ho I hope that they're not that cold, but who knows? Yeah. I I think I think that shot shooting would be to prevent the spread of the disease. And, well, and once it's so widespread that there's no preventing the spread, you would hopefully assume they would be like okay shooting people isn't going to solve this <laughs> one would hope but you know then again who knows what they will actually think and make decisions on so. i would hope treatment would be the first option <laughs> before gunshot but apparently that doesn't happen so we can't exactly speak to yeah. uh the the logic processes of uh, north korea but right you don't have any inside knowledge or anything? <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. Okay. Um, maybe. Only that there was some news interview with some girl who'd escaped from North Korea. And like, yeah. as a child, she like really believed that Kim oh. Jong-un or, Il or whichever one was in power or whatever was like a god and could actually see her thoughts. And oh, like shit. if she even had like traitorous thoughts, she'd be killed. And she was yeah. like just fucking paranoid as shit. The whole it's thing. like the fear of God, but the, yeah, fear, yeah. the fear of Kim. Yeah. And so that was, uh, I, I remember some girl that had escaped from North Korea thinking yeah. that or saying that in some interview. And, uh, huh. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's like kids being uh, taught about god in that way when they're young they just grow up that way and they yeah <laughs> or the devil the devil is gonna get in your soul and do all that stuff yeah so they believe it so yeah. maybe there will be little kids growing up thinking donald trump is this godlike figure <laughs> bestowed on us by heaven <laughs> yeah, I think people already think that, unfortunately. Well, I know, I know some people think that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they're teaching their kids that. Yeah. And then those kids are going to grow up. And depending on what happens, you know. Yeah. Perhaps, I mean, you know. I'm thinking, like, the closest... I don't know, because this doesn't really work as a parallel on a... Because there's just too many differences, but... I'm th I think of it as kind of like with Reagan, how he's still idolized by Republicans. He today. is, yeah. And that, to and I'm wondering if that's going to happen with Trump. Oh, you think Trump's going to be like, like that? Like 30 years from now, like they're going to be looking back, like Trump was the best president we ever had. Oh fuck. And, but at the same time, there's too much of Nixon in Trump as well. Yeah. So it's like, man, I don't know. That's like a Mad Max scenario. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't I don't want to envision that. <laughs> Jesus. So it's just like, yeah, it's just like the the legacy that Trump is gonna leave has me like I don't know what the fuck is gonna. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I just got. Let me think about movies. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Parasite is a good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie for sure. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree with you and say that it's probably the best picture, <laughs> based on my knowledge of the other movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine there's a better one there. Just yeah, general knowledge of Oscar movies. I, I just wouldn't imagine there's a yeah. It's this one's pretty fucking solid. It'd be hard yeah. to beat. I, I am surprised it actually won. I am it, very it is, much too. Yeah. It strikes me as the kind of movie that they normally would just throw in there for the sake of being, look, we're not all just generic Hollywood yeah. Oscar bait movies. <laughs> we, we throw a foreign film in here, too. <laughs> it's surprising that it, it got nominated because, like, it's not a general practice that a foreign film gets nominated for Best Picture. It's, it's yeah. a rare thing. Yeah. I know it's happened since, but I know that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon in 2000 was nominated and that was when they only did five movies mm. now best picture is up to 10 mm. and so based on number of votes or there's some fucking reasoning and why it doesn't always 10 sometimes it's eight sometimes or whatever anyway um that was when it was five and it got one of the nominations and so that was a big deal at the yeah. time <clears throat> And I don't know how often foreign movies even get nominated because, in general, Americans are uh, yeah against the subtitles. There's a, right. a in in I think it was Golden Globes, the director of Parasite, in his speech. I didn't watch it, but I you know it was tweeted around the world, and he said something about like. Uh, when Americans can overcome the one-inch barrier of subtitles, <laughs> they will discover this wonderful range of, of movies out there. Uh, and it was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, that's quite true. That's <laughs> like, very true, yes. I mean, yeah. I've been watching quite a few good subtitled movies. Yes. There's a lot of them. Yeah. There, there really are. Yeah. So yeah, it's just very surprising that it won. I don't. Yeah, know. I, I would have expected it to be the oh, this is the token thing to uh, yeah pretend we're inclusive, but but it won. Yeah, it, I don't know, and he won best director too. Yeah, so which is uh, also surprising. So yeah, I don't so know what happened, but it got under people's skin, I guess. I so. guess so. People saw it and they thought it was dope. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, people watched it. It's just, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's still, like, I hadn't seen it when it won, obviously, but I was excited for it because it was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. Like, an Asian movie, 
and I'm not like into Korean movies specifically, but just the idea that like, wow, an Asian movie fucking won Best Picture. This is awesome. Yeah. This is so like it's a big deal, and that's why yeah. I, I really. I mean, I was gonna watch it anyway, but I thought like, oh, this would be fun to do a podcast about. And I think it's worthwhile. Yeah. So, because like, is this a movie that you would have watched? No, that's why I had it spoiled. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was like I was talking to my friend about it because he's been going through the various Oscar movies just to see what they were. And, yeah. And so he was talking to me about it. I'm like, eh, I'm never going to watch that movie. <laughs> like, when the hell am I ever going to watch that? <laughs> like, yeah. And then, here and I then you busted it out on me. I'm like, right. I guess I'm watching it. <laughs> oh, well, I should have said something. I didn't really have the idea until I had it in my hand. I was like, oh, shit, we could do this. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd had it spoiled like a month ago or okay. more. So. Yeah, it's been in the theaters for quite a while, so since 2019. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's been a, it, it was it was a while ago that I okay. had it explained to me. So Well, maybe you forgot some details. Yeah, I, tr- I tried to not think about it as much as possible. Or <laughs> yeah. And just not try to remember it while i was watching it right keep it as uh but yeah i mean i'm not sure how much spoiling hurts anything really but yeah i agree but some some i don't know there's something to like the suspense of the moment where if you don't know what's gonna happen right like that reveal of of the base that that basement in the in the rich house it's, that's pretty cool <laughs> if you don't know because I didn't know I didn't know where the fuck yeah. they were going because that's why I was thinking that they were going to take over the house because right before then when they the the dad gives the rich dad the card like this is a card to call I have a good you know this is like a VIP service for housekeepers and stuff and you can replace this lady that you had to let go like really good like no worries and then the lady calls and the the daughter is on the phone like okay we're gonna need all these documents oh yeah, from yeah. You. and then she's gonna and like... they're like pretty detailed like this we need yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. the title to the house and we need to see this form and this id and all this shit and i thought oh man this she's gonna forge her she's gonna like put their names yeah. on it and this oh man they're gonna like totally take over and then they're gonna make the rich people like live in their little basement house Mm -hmm. like i was like oh shit the tables have turned (laughs) and you know maybe that was the plan (laughs) perhaps that was the plan you're right i didn't think about that the plan yeah the plan didn't pan out because shit keeps because yeah because the 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 old housekeeper came back and and revealed the other basement yeah. and so then the plan went to shit oh ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, I you're on to something but yeah there's um actually what you you had thought of there are fairy tales of that where um oh where they assume like a grimm's, the identity yeah like some grimm's brothers fairy tales or something where there's like this princess is going to move off to this castle and marry this prince and so she's goes and her servant just takes over her identity uh, on the road and shows up at the castle and she's forced the princess to be the servant and she's ooh. she rides in on the horse in the princess gown and pretends to be the princess and marries yeah. the guy and the yeah. princess has to 
get back yeah, to a position. Yeah, get back. So there, there are actually That's like, like a classic thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a classic fairy tale kind of thing that happens. Huh. I know I've seen movies like that too. It's like, I don't know what, but it seems like, oh, yeah. That is kind of a thing. Maybe that's why it's in my head because I've seen it yeah. and heard it before. That's cool. You, you, you know the the origin kind of. I guess <laughs> it's, it's ancient folklore going back to yeah pre documentation of storytelling. Oh shit! We're going pre documents. <laughs> I mean, that's not necessarily super old. Yeah. I mean, well, he's very like I think that Grimm's brothers were. You know, they aren't super old, but they were. You know, kind of the some of the first recorded, yeah. you know, documenting of these fairy tales and stuff. Yeah, and like those would have been oral traditions. Yeah, and, and God knows how far back they've gone, right. how they've twisted and yeah, this mutated. old dude yeah. over the campfire tells it different than the right, next right. old dude or whatever. Yeah, add their embellishments to it. Right, or their own you know narrative skill or yeah, you know, can change things up and. <laughs> Like, how mutated they get and where they really came from right. is, is pretty much impossible to to figure out. That's cool. Until we get a time machine, we can go right, back. Right, right. <laughs> Tell us the story of the princess who, you know, whatever that story's called, I don't know. The princess who lost her way or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I know Cinderella has supposedly been, like, traced back into like china and oh wow china really like and like but how accurate that is i don't yeah. know you know how much of because the, there's certain just kind of universal structures to these to oh, like myths and fairy tales and like stuff. the joseph campbell stuff yeah because you'll like go to cultures that had like no capacity to contact each other and yeah. have similar things happening in their folklore right and you go well how what it's the hero's journey yeah it's it's it's, it's something uh ingrained into human nature itself that yeah. causes us to That's produce nuts. stories in a certain way so I, I so for some reason completely unrelated people and places will yeah will come up with the same ideas yeah, yeah it's just a human thing yeah it's just it's That's... just like Humans have hair. Humans yeah. have hands. Humans have stories that follow right. a certain structure. Yeah, I feel the same way about music. Like all cultures, somewhere along the lines, have developed some sort of instruments and some kind of right, music. Right. And, and it's you know just like a bass, like a fucking human in your soul thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what stories. other what other creature has music? Yeah, I think I Little think rabbits that. with bongos. <laughs> You don't know. Maybe in the yeah, forest. Maybe. You know, does a tree make a sound if no one is there? Does a rabbit have bongos if no one is there? <laughs> maybe. He does. <laughs> I mean, I know my cat never gave a shit about music. No? It never faced her. She never reacted to it. She never, in her like... Oh, maybe you didn't play the right cat music. Maybe. The only thing music did to her was blunt her sense of hearing so I could actually sneak up on her. And oh, poor baby. <laughs> Oh, too much loud Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah, it was only when the music was on, like I had music on, uh, and it would uh, like, uh. and then I could like, she wouldn't hear my footsteps. I over get the it. Music, and... I, yeah, I took it to a darker place yeah, where yeah. the cat's hearing had diminished over time. May from... Maybe that did happen, but not to the uh, degree that. <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking with no music on, the cat is just like 
can't yeah. hear you come up, and I was I was sad. Nah, it never really got to that point. Okay, good. I could only ever sneak up to her on her when there was music playing. Yeah. Or when she was fast asleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Other yes. than that, she always knew I was there. Yeah, as a cat should. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, I think it's pretty safe to say that Parasite is a good one. Yeah. You recommend it to people, even people who've had it spoiled? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I think it's... Because uh, I had it spoiled, and that did not in any way address what the movie is talking about yeah the the events are not the, right, the gist of the movie it's there's a lot of thematic content in here that yeah. goes beyond just the basic plot it's not just a you know a, hey let's run around and do something it's not right you know it's not just hey look at the crazy antics of these people it's, it's definitely not that there's more going on to it than that so yeah and if you've listened to this podcast and you haven't seen Parasite, then you are <laughs> you're very spoiled. And you're very spoiled and ready to watch the movie anyway, I suppose. Yeah. And, I uh, always imagine people either don't care or they've seen the movie when they listen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if they choose to listen anyway and they do care, then that's on them. That's mm-hmm. not. That's why I don't like. I, mean, I don't care about spoiler alerts and all this shit. Like whatever. If yeah, you're listening, if, if you're listening you, to a. a hour however long yeah. we've been talking about parasite expect spoilers yeah <laughs> like, you push play it's on you man i didn't like it's not like put we... the earbuds in your head <laughs> and make you listen to it <laughs> we weren't like hey this is a podcast about star wars and then just oh by the way here's the ending to parasite yeah right <laughs> you know it's not i mean we'll do that too sometimes but that's you know yeah we that's uh that's the way it goes yeah we we ramble. That's how you, I mean, anybody talking about anything, you know, you're going to, you're going to hear things you don't want yeah. sometimes, and that's part of life. Yeah. That's the way it goes. I mean, ideally, I would like to have seen this movie without having any sort of outside uh, knowledge of it, you know, because, like, I already knew this thing about capitalism that that the director had said and i you know it osmosis he sort of like i knew there right, was some right. families going on but i didn't know you know the actual dynamics and stuff i know it's called parasite i know it's about families so it's like okay what's that i knew it wasn't parasite like the host was where it's a genre movie like i knew right. at least i assumed it wasn't a horror movie or a monster movie or something. I was pretty sure that it was just drama. Yeah. You know, but I would like to go in just clean slate. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. That's my preferred way. Yeah. But it's okay to know things too. Yeah. I think especially for something like this where there is so much to cross-examine in it yeah going in with knowledge already just means you have more things to play around with this right is away true. It, yeah it's kind of like seeing it the first time and then watching it again yeah but you didn't actually see it so you just have some ideas from yeah, certain things it, it kind of helps just structure it a bit so i've yeah. actually heard a study that most people 
if they had the movie spoiled or whatever like more like they did some some kind of study where it was like you know here's the group a knows nothing about the movie we show them the movie group b had the movie spoiled we show them the movie yeah and group b liked the movie better on average than group a yeah and it's like so yeah i heard about that actually with the trailers there was a thing where robert zemeckis is known in specifically in castaway and in what lies beneath the two movies that came out right around the same time in both of those trailers it shows the entire arc of both movies it shows in castaway i don't know if you've seen castaway but he is a castaway on an island is that where he makes the volleyball and yes person to wilson talk to? the volleyball yeah. yes and so and then he gets off the island and the trailer shows him get off the island and it's you know that's the end of the movie essentially mm-hmm. so like it's not that you know it's not about that but people liked knowing and they they did some study about it yeah like you're, you're saying with the they liked the movie better you know they liked people like to know what they're gonna see yeah and and i think that just goes into why people like to uh get what they expect out of a movie they go into a movie with expectations yeah and if it's different they get angry at it right like like i was saying with olive garden applebee's yeah, you know, yeah they know yeah. exactly what to expect they're gonna get that and if and it's you i think know, that to some extent goes back to all that folklore of being the same in different cultures and uh, stuff is like there's there's something that we expect out of it yeah and, and certainly with like folklore i mean you're gonna sit around the campfire and uncle bob is gonna tell you the same story you heard 50 times before but you're gonna still listen to it and you know what i like about that <clears throat> is that this is campfire days and i immediately am thinking like oh we're way in the past and the guy's name is bob it's <laughs> <laughs> like wow there's bobs way back then you know there probably is that oh man i'm <clears throat> Um, actually, there's in Sandman, Robert Gadling. It's, yeah. Uh, I don't know if the... Did he go agree- by Bob? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they went by Bob. I don't know when Bob became the uh, abbreviation of Robert, but... It's lost the time. Yeah. <laughs> When's the first recorded Bob? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to, to look find it that out. But Yeah. <laughs> I've always just been fond of that name. It's just I a, guess so. a basic name for yeah random dude uh, i just i just, might, might go you know. back to that movie what about bob i was like i always loved that one as a kid yeah that's a good one i watched it i don't know i guess it's been a couple years but yeah i don't think i've, I've seen it a number of times i don't think i've seen it since i was a little kid oh, I, I know i watched it several times i always loved it yeah it's funny baby steps is yeah. the the big thing you remember baby steps oh oh yeah that was in the, <laughs> his little therapy thing yes, yeah yes, yes. Richard Dreyfuss, star of uh, Close Encounters, yeah. and Jaws. Yeah, I remember the uh, the cover art or poster yeah, or whatever, it's a good, where it's, it's like a good art. They're like happy, but the shadows are strangling yeah. each other or something. Yeah, it's a good art. That's yeah. uh, that's gonna be my quote on the box. It's a good art. <laughs> it's a good art. <laughs> on the box of Parasite. It's a good art. Uh, <laughs> Silver Emulsion Podcast. Uh. <laughs> I'm such a dumbass. Uh, oh, one other plan in Parasite that goes oh, another totally plan. wrong. 
is in that party he's hi- they're hiding behind the bushes dressed up like yes, indians he's like okay we're gonna have this guy come out and b- yes. make the- they've got this whole like little theater stage performance right, they're gonna right. they're planning on doing doesn't happen right <laughs> just it does yeah it completely goes to shit yeah and it kind of starts out like oh we're gonna have this guy come we're gonna come out and pretend to threaten this right. girl and the, and then the dude comes out with a knife and stabs her instead <laughs> like as an right. actual like so it's yeah yeah and that was that was weird too because they tell the story of the little kid he sees the ghost and he's traumatized which was we know is the other guy that was in the basement and then when they're going to bring that cake out it's the same cake and she's like oh this is his trauma cake you have to do it and i and i guess because he she's supposed to be the therapist or right, something. right but i was just like because I, I don't know there's got to be a reason why the kid is the way that he is he's not like a really a vocal person he's he's an important part of the dynamics but like he doesn't really say anything the whole movie right he's just he's, like this force of nature you know yeah, he's doing just running thing. around yeah yeah I, kept, I guess he does talk into the walkie-talkie a couple times but. yeah yeah but he's just kind of playing around and yeah i so, kind of thought like the messages the dude in the basement was sending him the little morse code oh yeah the lights i thought that was gonna come more into play than it did yeah yeah like they were gonna find out something from it and that was how the plan right. was gonna fall apart but yeah kinda... but yeah no they didn't do that huh yeah i don't know i just thought like oh that's interesting that this is supposed to be his birthday but yet you're gonna also like try to in some way heal his trauma from from that ghost incident with the same cake which doesn't make any sense and i don't know yeah it like, seems what's like the it was thought just... process with the mom there yeah yeah i don't know like she just thinks that she can you know like make it all go away with the fucking party and the, and the, the same cake and and then like the fake attack and all i i don't know i i don't understand it but it, right I, I feel weird. like there's something there with the yeah. like she her. especially cuz it's that cake is like it's the guy in the basement who scared the kid yeah and it's the guy in the basement who comes out and oh that's true it's the same guy it's that same yeah, yeah so it's that same that's right i didn't even think it about that back onto it but yeah huh yeah, but how it how it loops, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh I, I guess the biggest takeaway for the moment is that Parasite has a lot of puzzle pieces to, yeah, <laughs> to put yeah. together. And you gotta watch it again. <laughs> yeah, well I guess I don't know, do you have anything else? Any other plans for this podcast? Yeah, nah. nah. <laughs> well, should we wrap it up? Should we wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. I don't have a plan, and that's the best plan. Yeah, can't go wrong. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, that's a good, I mean, I never have a plan for any of these podcasts, and it's, therefore, it can't go wrong. It's <laughs> always the podcast it should be. <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right, well, All right, I guess yeah. that's it. So, adios, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> See ya. The best in men's clothing. Call Paul's Boutique at Sojanis. The number is 718-498-1043. That's Paul's Boutique, and they're in Brooklyn. All right. Well, we had a feedback, and I completely forgot about it. Bastards.
Stupid, dumb bastards. Sorry, Evan. <laughs> um, so, yeah, in regards to our last podcast with uh, Over the Top, do you remember all the way back yeah. to last week? Yeah, Over the Top. <laughs> so, Evan says, hi, guys. Just dropping an asinine anecdote about Over the Top. This isn't the deepest movie ever made ever made what am i a fucking robot <laughs> this isn't the deepest it, it cuts off it's it's oh it's a line break kind of weirdness. yeah and then it, yeah. it uh it threw me for a loop mm-hmm. what can i say this isn't the deepest movie ever made so there's not much to contribute or analyze <laughs> i haven't seen over the top for like 25 years but the last time i saw it i'll never forget <laughs> I remember in like seventh grade going to a friend's house for the first time, which is always a little awkward. My friend was like seven feet, 15 inches. <laughs> and he used to shoot chickens with his BB gun. So that, so this was kind of the environment I was in. We all gathered around the table to eat fucking meatloaf, except for my friend's dad, who was in the living room watching TV. We all ate awkwardly in front of his mom, and she yelled to the other room, Honey, aren't you going to eat? And he replied something like, Bring that shit in here, baby cakes. (laughs) We all went in the living room. Shortly after, I'm talking like fucking Christopher Walken, because of these line breaks. Jesus. We all went in the living room shortly after, and my friend's dad was eating meatloaf with the plate pressed against... His chest, I lost my fucking place, (laughs) and was in the middle of watching Over the Top. So now it made sense why he didn't want to eat with his son and wife. It's fucking Over the Top we're talking about. (laughs) He was rocking a giant beard, oily hat, and a flannel ass shirt. It's almost like he dressed up as a trucker to watch this shit fest. (laughs) Anyway... There's a scene where Stallone's kid is kidnapped out of nowhere. And once this scene happened, my friend's dad jumped out of his seat and screamed, Who the hell are these guys? (laughs) (laughs) And I watched as Meatloaf fucking flew out of his mouth. He was so invested in Over the Top that he couldn't, that he just couldn't hold it in. I can't remember jack shit from that movie, but I'll never forget watching that reaction to a fucking arm wrestling movie. One might say his reaction was over the top. <laughs> That's all I got. Keep up the fine reviews, gentlemen. Oh, man. Thanks for that, Evan. I, that's, a, that's, that's a good memory. Yeah, it's a... That's a fun one. And I'm also just loving the idea of some midnight showing of Over the Top and people just cosplaying as kids. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like it's a Star Wars premiere, yeah, but it's Over the Top. <laughs> coming in their fucking bruiser, armless shirts, and trucker hats, and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Coming with their little, like, hawk hood ornaments. <laughs> you know, camping out for the... Yeah, they could have a little arm wrestling tournament on the on the line. Yeah, yeah. Just a oh, that's fun, fun adventure. Like yeah, a... that's fun. Some kid dressed up as the asshole kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. Well, thanks, Evan. And uh, 
maybe you'll have something something to say about Parasite. I don't know. You like South maybe. Korean. <laughs> and uh, I guess that's it. I don't know. You have anything else to say? Um, no, not really. Just uh, yeah. We thought we were done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remembered. Oh yeah, we have a feedback. Oh uh, well, it'll slip in there somewhere. Yeah. So, uh, arrivederci. <laughs> Stairway of love. Kiss by kiss we'll go up to paradise. Darling, don't you know? Heaven only lies in the reach of those who. Fuck the golden statue. Like it's all about the silver statue. <laughs> SilveryMotion.com.